Welcome to uh, WCSU 411. Uh, this is our new podcast that we're trying out here in the basement of Whitehall. Um, the the goal of this is that uh, hopefully we'll get some information out to uh, the students and uh, maybe some faculty here in the area. Uh, and we're going to talk about all things WCSU or, or Western Connecticut, uh, things that happen down here at the Midtown campus or the West Side campus or all points in between. Um, we decided to start off with, uh, I guess, the end. Uh, we decided to talk about commencement, uh, you know, the big event that comes up at the end of every school year and every kind of uh, every student's WCSU career. Uh, it's a it's a large event and somewhat mysterious for those that uh, that haven't partaken in it before. And um, we figured, you know, what the heck? Let's let's start there. Let's talk. There's a lot of information to get out, a lot of things to talk about. And hopefully, we can. Uh, we can clear up some of what goes on and, and make everybody feel comfortable going into it so they can have a joyous day uh, in the, on that day in May. So uh, we decided to talk, to invite, uh, to bring in uh, what would be the, uh, the Grand Meister of Commencement for <laughs> all of those Game of Thrones fans. I think some people call you Lady Commencement. No, the Commencement Lady. I've heard you described as the commencement lady. Commencement before. lady. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's uh, that's Miss Helen Bouchard. How are you today, Helen? I am well, thanks, Scott. And uh, Helen and I have uh, been working together for quite a long time here at the university, and done many, many, many a uh, a TV show back in the day in the in the very studio we're talking from here in the, the bowels of Whitehall. Um, so it should be a uh, an interesting conversation. So Helen, we'll uh, we'll jump right into it. Commencement. Uh, when is it this year? Okay, commencement this year <laughs> is on Sunday, May twenty second, at ten thirty in the morning. It'll be held in the Webster Arena at Harbor Yard in Bridgeport. And why are we doing it on May twenty second? It's it very late. So last, late. Last year it was like May third or something. Well, last year uh, they changed the academic calendar, so I can lay some of the blame on the academic calendar. In that, last year our commencement ceremony was on Mother's Day, and that was great because nobody else wanted the Webster Arena on Mother's Day. <laughs> but because the academic calendar got changed we had to move our commencement and the weekend of the 14 15 16 that that second full weekend in may has always been the sacred heart university commencement at webster arena and we couldn't bump them they've reserved that weekend for several years they are the neighbors they are, local they are the neighbors and they play all their athletic events at the arena so they kind of have a foot in the door that other people don't so we had to go to a later weekend so we went to may 22nd it's still within the academic contractually the academic calendar but it is after exams and after uh, grades are due so it is but it but it, it it holds within the calendar within the academic calendar I don't think it's uh, it's that late in the year. I mean, a lot of schools uh, are having their commencement right around that time. Well, I mean, when we first started here at the university doing commencements, when you came on board, Scott, our commencements were on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd of May. It was always that weekend. I mean, honestly, the past couple of years having a Mother's Day was really kind of early. It was on the the early side of the cycle. Very much earlier than we had ever held it before. So that four-year cycle had us on Mother's Day, which some people liked and some people didn't. Mothers thought it was great. The best present there's 
child could give them was to graduate on Mother's Day. So um, mothers were very fond of it, but uh, some other people might not necessarily. So because they didn't want to spend Mother's Day at commencement. But uh, parents thought it was a great idea. So it it went very well. So there we are. We're on May 22nd. uh, The ceremony starts at 1030. We ask that students be there by 9.30, before 9.30, because okay. we have to line them up. Well, uh, But we're getting ahead of yeah, ourselves. Before we, before we jump into that, I also want to talk about um, why we uh, why did we move to the arena? I mean, so for so many years, we had commencement here on, on uh, well, long before I got here. We had them at Midtown and then uh, moved to Westside in the football stadium. And um, I know there was a discussion, you know, people were, or I should say concern about, you know, moving down last year down, down to the arena. And, and for those of you who don't know, this is our second year at the, at the arena at the Harbor Yard. Is it Webster Arena now or Arena at Harbor Yard? Or is it's it Webster Arena at Harbor Yard. Okay, so good. I didn't, I didn't call it by the wrong name. No. Um, well, the first and foremost reason had to do with safety. Our West Side campus, as you know, there's only one way in, one way out. Traffic <laughs> for backs those, up. For those that have left the commencement on the West Side and realized that there was only one way out. And there's only one way out, and and also we held it outdoors. Mm-hmm. And so weather's a con- <clears throat> concern. And uh, as when I went to talk to the Student Government Association last year and to tell them about these changes, I said, to be honest, the odds are not in our favor with weather mm-hmm. <clears throat> were due to be rained on. We or were something. extremely lucky. I don't even think since I've been here since 2002 was my first commencement. I don't even think we had, we had one brief rainy spell, I think, but commencement, mm-hmm. you know, nothing that would, that would cause a, us to move commencement at all. Well, our, our previous president, Dr. Schmatter, his first commencement on the West side campus, it was misting, yeah. shall we say. Yeah. And then by the time the ceremony was over, the, Clouds just opened up and it was raining. Okay. Um, but we, we we have been very lucky. We don't have to worry about that in the arena. It's air conditioned. We don't have to worry about whether it's too cold or too hot or misty or anything else. The other thing in the arena is there is plenty of parking. We don't have to run shuttle buses from the Midtown campus to the West Side campus like we used to have to do when our ceremony was there because there is not enough parking on our west side campus to accommodate all the people who come to our commencements we usually have about five or six thousand people in attendance and that far exceeds what we can handle on that campus so there was a safety issue Mm -hmm. uh, as far as that goes and um, i will say that last year there were many people who questioned our decision but once they got to the ceremony and they were inside and everyone could see their student because the big jumbotrons in the arena are on. And it it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful ceremony. It was. And, and I know from attending so many that every year you'd wonder, you'd show up in a jacket. And then, you know, it would be cold. And then by the time the ceremony started, it would be hot. And then by the time it was time to end, it was... It would be really hot. It was uncomfortable. And last year, you did not have to worry about it. You knew exactly how the weather was going to be inside. Yeah. And at our previous ceremonies on the West Side campus, because we were outside, the color black of your cap and gown just absorbs the Mm -hmm. heat. And it was uncomfortable. Well, between the, the, the black of the gowns and the white. Of the the floor on the mm-hmm. football field, which yeah. for those I you, every year at commencement, I was the guy behind the camera, and I would uh, we'd be taping it, and it was a lot of fun with sitting there with the white floor and the black black 
commencement gowns and trying to figure out if you needed sunglasses or not. That's true. That's true. So uh, there were so many com- considerations, but those are the most uh, prevailing ones. And and also, it's completely flat. So there's no climbing up a hill. You know, people who mm-hmm. park, those students who are have classes on the West Side campus, you know, you park in that commuter parking lot, and then you've got to walk up the hill to the classroom building. If you park beyond visual and performing arts along the boulevard, you've got to walk all the way up mm-hmm. the boulevard. And everything is level there. You, there's... It's just so much easier and so much more enjoyable. People can focus on the issue of the day, which is celebrating these graduates and their and their academic accomplishment. And yes, so for the, anybody that has a question about it, it is this is year number two, and last year it went swimmingly, and it was it was really it was fantastic, and yeah. and and you'll. Uh, put your fears away when you get down there you'll you'll love it it's uh it really works out well right and um the other consideration for students when they're arriving is to consider traffic itself that was a huge issue for us on the west side campus many times people would be stuck up on 84 mm-hmm. but there's you've got five six thousand people attending an event there's going to be traffic absolutely uh, and there's nothing you can do about it this um and i know from my own personal experience last year at the end of the ceremony i was in my car on the road 40 minutes after the ceremony ended and when we had the ceremonies on our west side campus the ceremony would be over at like twelve twenty-five, twelve thirty, and I never got off campus until two o'clock. No, no, not at all. You were you were in your you know by the time you made your way to your car, you still had another half hour, forty minutes, forty-five minutes before just waiting to get down. Just the Just waiting to get down down the hill. All right, so uh, the arena check good. You're all you'll all be you'll all be happy that we're down at the arena. That's right. Um, so. Yeah, you're a student. It's uh, we're taping this uh, right before spring break here, early in March. Um, what do I need to do? What do I need to know to make sure I'm all set for commencement? What, where do I need to register? What what do I what boxes do I need to have checked before well, I can show up? The first up there? box you have to check is with the registrar. You have to apply for graduation, and hopefully those listening have done so. But if you haven't, it's still not too late. You can go to the registrar's website or the commencement page on the Westcon's website and um is there a date apply? or anything is there is there a, a date that they need to apply by or well the deadline date was back in november okay but um students still apply right like, up through april we like to push the envelope here yeah see, well so. yeah so um you if you're an undergraduate candidate then you go to the registrar's website there's applications right there and then if you're a graduate master's candidate you go to the graduate office website and there's an application for you there hold on we need to rewind i you brought up graduate and i forgot that we did not talk about that yet yeah that this is the first year in eight years Mm -hmm. where we're having a duel combined they're back we're bringing the band back together that's right we're getting the the undergrads and the grads back together yes so uh if you're a graduate student and you're listening to this all the dates and every all the information is suitable for you too because you guys are showing up at uh, at ten thirty in the morning. Well, no, you're going to be there at nine nine thirty and nine thirty in the morning. The on the twenty second of May. Correct. All right. Okay. So undergraduates go to the registrar website. Masters EDD candidates make sure they contact the graduate office and get 
their applications in as well so that they're eligible. And then the process is your application is checked to make sure that you have fulfilled all the requirements. If you are not sure, and also you need to know that you can walk in May if you have six or less credits to complete. If you have more than six credits to complete, you cannot participate in the graduation okay. ceremony. You have to wait till next year. So our grad, our ceremony includes those who graduated in December, January, mm-hmm. those who were eligible to graduate in May, and those who would complete in August. So there are three graduation dates being represented by the undergraduate students at the ceremony. Okay. Um, and, and, and so everything, uh, questions go to the registrar if you're not sure if you're, if you're eligible for graduation or anything. Yet. Right. Okay. Correct. All right. So, uh, is that it? So, and, and so they need to go to the website, register after registration, they've registered, they've, they're good. They're ready to go. They're good. What happens is the, um, registrar sends eligibility lists to the alumni relations office because the alumni and my office, but the re- alumni relations office so that students can order their caps and gowns. Okay. And that's an important part is your academic regalia for your participation in the ceremony. Uh, the alumni office does have the um, registration online. You can get it through the link from the com- commencement page on Western's homepage. Mm-hmm. And there are deadlines that are with that. Um, if you order your online academic regalia by 4 p.m. on Monday, April, let me just check my paper here, April 8th, then you're good to go. If you order your academic regalia after that time, there are late fees. And dun, 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 dun. Dun. And the first late fee is $20. That's not onerous. But if you don't order your academic regalia by the 16th of April, the late fee is 50 And if you're a real procrastinator and you don't order regalia at all and you're going to come to Grad Salute, which we'll talk about in a Mm -hmm. minute, your uh, academic, you can buy academic regalia at Grad Salute, but it's cash only and you still have to pay the $50 late fee over and above the regular fee. Smack. Yeah. All right. So, uh to boil that down, uh order your 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 cap and gown by April 8th. Yeah. And we're all good. And you you're worry-free. So, uh you're you're listening to this. This is, you know, we're way we're a month ahead, well, 3 weeks ahead as we record this. So, you have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Order your cap and gown and get that going. Um Okay, so why don't we touch about grad? We'll touch on grad salute. Okay. Um, uh, for everybody that doesn't know, uh, grad salute is a is a is a one stop shop uh, for for everybody that's graduating to uh, to kind of go in and and collect all the things you need for commencement. When is it? Where is it? What's going on with that? Grad salute is on Wednesday, May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Ooh. And it's from three. Are you going to wear your Star Wars outfit? Uh, no. I know Pete, who's listening, Pete's the, I guess, our producer of this podcast, will be there. He'll be the Chewbacca. He'll be Chewbacca. He's got <laughs> That's a, very, a good one for Pete. Yes. He's, <laughs> That's very good. He's, he's very chewbacca He's very chewbacca right. Um Anyway, it's uh, May 4th from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And the O'Neill Center on the West Side Campus, in the Feldman Arena in the West Side Campus. Okay. 
And let's, the big blue building. It looks like a Kleenex box. Correct. If you haven't been there before. Um, and enter through gate four. No, two. Oh, gate two. Gate two. Oh, I go through gate four. Yes, you, you gate- go through. You go through <laughs> gate two. Okay, gate two, not gate four. Gate two. Um, what we're hoping at the Grad Salute is that students will have completed what we call a destination survey prior to coming to Grad Salute. There'll be information that will be going out in emails relatively soon. And that's just so the university has an idea of where our students are going after school, whether they're going to be going on to grad school, if they have a job, are they interning, um, are they taking a gap year to go to Haiti to build Habitat for Humanity or something like that. So we're just, that's just a. Uh, informational for us as a university it helps us with funding from federal sources and as you know we're all in uh, financial the whole state is in Mm -hmm. a financial crunch so anything we can do to um, bring awareness to what our students do and where they go and how their success after we want to brag about your successes we do we want to brag about that so there's a destination survey that's going to be coming out of career services and um, we ask students to fulfill that destination survey it will be online so okay. it'll be something easy for them and to you're do. hoping that they do that before before may grad the fourth. Salute. So before bef- may the fourth so, so before grad salute okay right um and then when you come into the grad salute there are well the graduate office is there and financial services is there any exit surveys or anything that you need the alumni relations office will be there there will be a booth there for photographs so that you can sit and have a portrait taken okay. um and then you also pick up your cap and gown if you have pre-ordered it or purchase your cap and gown if you have not with that $50, fifty dollar fine. fine. Yeah. And the most important thing I think that the students uh, care most about that they pick up at Grad Salute are their tickets. Got to have the tickets. Got to have the tickets. And we never did tickets until we went to the Webster Arena. And part of the reason is that's that's a fire marshal safety thing. Absolutely. They need to know need to how know many, how many people, people are coming there. through the door. Mm-hmm. So what we do is every student who's ordered academic regalia, there will be at, after you pick up your regalia, there will be a table that you will go to that will have an envelope that will have maps and instructions and what you need to know about commencement day, where you okay. need to be. And it will also have another envelope inside that will have six tickets for your family members and your ticket to get in. And it's okay. called a reader card. And you need to bring that reader card with you. It's very important. That reader card is your ticket to get into commencement. And uh, what else is the very important thing that's done with the reader card? The reader card is handed Uh, You hang on to that, and when you are in the arena and you are seated and they call your degree program to the stage, Mm -hmm. you hand your card to either uh, Melissa Stevens or Dean Kramer, and they will read your name over the PA system so that everybody knows there you are. So it is what is used to call your name uh, for everybody that you have (laughs) these tickets for so that they know that you're walking across the stage and at that time. Right. Uh, I mentioned this uh, before. A little, a little tip for everybody: is take a picture of that card and leave it on your. You know, bring the card with you. Also, take a picture of it on your phone, just for some reason. If you happen to lose it or something like that, you have it. You have a, a facsimile of it, something that you can show. That's uh, a great idea, Scott. Show uh, Melissa or uh, Dean Kramer, and just but that's not to say that you shouldn't bring your card. Bring your card. The, your card is important. This is just a backup. Is, yeah, your card is very important because 
The cards are color-coded, so everyone who's getting, who's graduating from the Ansel School of Business with mm-hmm. a BBA, just as an example, their card is a certain color. And also the cards are numbered. So when you arrive at the Webster Arena Garage to line up, mm-hmm. you should be standing with students who have the same color card that you have in your hand and lining up in numerical order. And that keeps everyone in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. It's too hard to try and alphabetize, but everybody can count. So, <laughs> Hold on. C comes <laughs> Exactly. Does MC become before <laughs> MA? Um, so that way, everyone um, is in line, in order. And that's also very helpful because I've watched some commencement ceremonies where they did not line the students up in alphabetical order. And to me, if my child were graduating, Mm -hmm. I'd want to know when they're going to be going across the stage so that I know when I can go down to the concession stands and get my coffee or my hot dog or my whatever that they have offer there because that's another advantage to the Webster Arena. Lots of concessions. They have lots a lot of, of concession stands, lots of bathrooms. No portalettes, no, no porta potties. No potties, and you can easily go, easily accessible to all of those um, concession stands. So it makes it a really nice experience for family members. And as I say, if you stay in that order, that numerical order, that puts you in alphabetical order, and then mom or grandma or Anne Ethel, whoever it is, knows when they can nip out for a coffee and when to be there in the arena to look for you to cross the stage because you don't want them to miss that moment Mm, when you walk across the stage and there you are on a 20-foot jumbotron. It's been four years in the making, or five, or or six, or or eight, maybe nine. And they've been waiting, and so this is that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I do know that many times during the year, um, students may say, I don't care about commencement. And here's what I know. The minute a family member finds out that you're graduating and eligible to graduate, they're going to want you to participate because this is a very important family moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're proud of that. They're proud of that accomplishment. So we want to make sure that it is as open and as easy for everyone as possible. Um, So grad salute, very important. You get your tickets and you get your reader card, which is your ticket. And at Scott's suggestion to take a picture of that on your phone. The other thing um, is about tickets that everyone asks is, okay, I'm only getting six six tickets, but there are 10 people. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. that. Put a a pin in that. We'll get right back to that one. So uh, they pick up their, their cards, their tickets. They have the envelope. Um, what else is available to them at, uh, at grad school? They get pictures. Who else is hanging around there? Hanging around is uh, the financial services office mm-hmm. just to make sure that everything is cleared. Um, there's the grad office, institutional advancement. The alumni relations office is there to make sure that you're welcomed into the alumni association. And I, and I want to point out and stress that it's not, it's not like you're walking into a furniture store and you have to, there, there's salespeople, everyone's jumping at you, getting, bringing you over to these table. It's just, it, everyone's available to you in this one place that everyone's been made, you know, so if you have questions about your financial uh, goings-ons, uh, the financial uh, services is there. And, and, you know, and the people from alumni are, are there to welcome you. Is there going to be food this year? Sometimes yes. there's like snacks. There'll be, f- well, there's food. There's I, I food. wouldn't exactly say it's, 
going to be a full buffet or no but they like have that. you know something but to we will nosh have something nosh, to nosh on yes and also career development services will be there and they're the ones who are doing this destination survey which we hope students will fill okay. out prior to the um, going to grad salute good all right so uh they're 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 a student they're graduating they've they've applied they've uh, signed up for their cap and gown uh, on May the fourth, they showed up. They were they were at the grad salute. They went through the whole thing. They got tickets. They got their reader card, but they need more tickets. And it, what do they do then? Well, more tickets will be available for up to six more tickets will be available for students, and they'll be available at the information desks in the campus center and the student center. Okay. Now. If for some reason, and, and last year there was an accident on Mill Plain Road, and many there were a number of students who couldn't get there because the road was closed. <clears throat> so if you didn't pick up your academic regalia at the grad salute, <clears throat> those students who ordered academic regalia in advance, we will be taking their envelopes with their six tickets and their reader card, and we will be putting it in the bag with their academic regalia. Okay. <clears throat> so the next day... They can go to the alumni office, which is on the third floor of Old Main, and pick up their regalia, which will have their envelope in it. Okay. Um, but for those who need, whether you picked up your regalia or not, and you need more tickets, then you need to go to the uh, information booths at either the campus center or the student center, okay. and you'll be able to get up to six more tickets. Now, um Here's a question. I don't know if there's an answer for it. We didn't talk about this before. What, uh, what do you do if they... Can you give tickets back if you're not going to use the six tickets? Do you find that everybody always uses their six tickets? I find why every... don't Why don't we give them 12 to start off with? Partly because if we gave every student who ordered academic regalia 12 tickets... Well, we couldn't do that because there aren't enough seats in okay. the arena. Okay. So um, six is a is a goodly number. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, U- absolutely. UConn they get three. Okay. So you can't even bring both sets of parents to your commencement at UConn unless you have a friend who's not going or whatever that is. Um, so it's a good number of tickets, mm-hmm. and we find that um, maybe a hundred students need more than six. Okay. So. That just helps us manage the number of tickets and the number of people going into the and, arena. And basically, I, I say that just because it's essentially first come, first serve with extra tickets. That's correct. Because it's an arena. There's only there's a fixed number of seats. I mean, we can't bring in more. We can't set up more. That's that correct. only holds so many people. So if you do need extra tickets... Um, and you don't know any, you don't have, uh, ask friends if they're not using some of theirs or make sure you show up the next day uh, at the alumni office. And no. Uh, oh, no. See, I don't want to confuse no, anybody. No, don't confuse Show them. up at the info desks uh, at either campus and uh, and get your tickets. Well, are they going to be, is there, what time are they available next day? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. So. And uh, we did that last year. 9 a.m., you could come get tickets. Mm-hmm. And we did it out of my office here in White Hall, but I've, my office has been moved, so I, I can't physically do it now because I'm not in a place that would allow that. But last year, 9 a.m. the next day was when I was starting to give out tickets. 
And I got to the office at 7 in the morning just so that I could make sure I had everything organized and I was all calm and everything. So that when the students came in to ask, and there were students sitting in the hallway mm-hmm. waiting for me. So um, it's 9 a.m., and you can get online and wait if you want to, but I'm just saying that the the gate won't go up until, until 9 a.m. Now, um, here's another question I don't know if you know the answer to. Did we sell out last year? We used everything, right? We used... I, I got rid of everything. We got rid of every ticket. Okay, um, very good. Uh, all right. So then we have uh, we have uh, we've gone through. We have our tickets. We've gone through our extra tickets. Now uh, let's talk about the the big day. Let's the big talk about day. They'll talk about the twenty second. So um, as you said before, we want the students to be there. Please arrive by nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Make sure uh, we don't want to rush. We want to get everybody in the garage and lined up. So it's a it's a nice comfortable thing. Uh, how early can they just uh, can they be there? The arena opens at 9 a.m. for okay. family and guests. Okay. And, of course, those that seating, it's general admission, first come, first serve as mm-hmm. well. But because of the jumbotrons. I, well, actually, that's pretty, uh, probably a pretty important thing to bring up, too, that your the tickets you get in your folders aren't numbered. or any, You know, there's no seat. So it's not no like assigned seating. there's no assigned seating. It's not like somebody's up front and you've been given the seats way in the back. It's uh, it's open festival seating. So, you know, when you get there, it's first come, first serve and and uh, you get to sit where, wherever it, it works out. Right. Now, that envelope that they get that has the other envelope with their six tickets mm-hmm. in that first larger envelope, there is a map of the arena which shows what schools are sitting where on the arena floor. And it's important for your family members so they know which side of the arena to sit on Mm -hmm. in order to be closer to you, to take your picture, to wave, to, you know, all all those things that families love to do when they're at that ceremony. And um, it's important to read the information. I know that most of us, most students these days, they rely on their phone mm-hmm. and they rely on what's uh, on their tablet or uh, in their email. But this is an actual printed page, which I'm sure their families would appreciate having so that they can say, oh, look, we need to sit in section 108 because that's the side of right. the arena that Jane, Joe, Susie, whatever, is sitting on. Okay. Um, so that it's important for them to read the information that's in that envelope. Okay. Um, so students show up, uh, they're there by 9.30, where do they go? Do they they, they go to, to the garage, which is right next to the main entrance, the one that's almost connected to the arena itself. If you're facing the front of the arena, it's to your left, and there will also be another map that shows this okay. in that envelope. So that's why it's important to open that envelope and read the information. And they go into that um, garage area, and that first level of the garage is where we line the students for procession mm-hmm. into the arena. And uh, as I said, there are color-coded cards numbered, and there are marshals and staff members who will help line you up to make sure you're all in line and ready to go. Which is a vital thing. We like to try and get everybody in line and into the arena and have it go as swimmingly and, and non-chaotic as possible. Right. And we like to start the line moving them from the garage into the arena at uh, 10.15 okay. uh, so that it only takes 15 minutes to bring the students into the arena. We, f- we bring them in from two different sides, mm-hmm. and there are 14 chairs in each row. row. And so we try 
to count the students off every 14 and get them in the rows. Those of us that have been to commencement before giggle at this part because every year it is... um, it was a, it's a struggle to get all the students into the rows and to the into the uh, into the arena where we used to be in the football stadium because uh, you guys are excited your parents are excited and so you guys are kind of looking around you're taking pictures and and you should be excited it's a it's a it's a great day you should enjoy every moment of it um, but just make sure when you get into your row that you move all the way in, all the way, all in. the way down. Somebody's already counted you out. There are, there are, we've done the math. There are <laughs> enough chairs for you in the row. We need to add. We need for you guys to just trust us for a little bit longer. Just we're just gonna we we're gonna move you down, move all the way in, so you have a place to sit down. That's right. And so if someone says move in, uh, a staff member asks you to move into the row if you would please comply with that request it's most helpful to us and it's better for you because it keeps you in order so that when you go across the stage you're Mm -hmm. in order when you go across the stage and we realize uh, that you feel like you're getting jammed in there but it's just the physics of shoulders versus seats you know you're when you when you move all the way in there we there's a seat for you that's right we we got it all taken care of we get everybody seated every year that (laughs) we've never been without seats never we've never had anybody sitting at a floor at commencement no or standing Standing in the back. That's never happened. <laughs> um, and uh, the other thing uh, I was going to bring out is that uh, it sounds like it's in a big place. It sounds like the arena is this big, huge cavernous. We're in an arena, but um, uh, the arena at Harvard Yard is actually very intimate. You'll, you know, when you get in there, you'll be able to see your family. Uh, from the floor, you can look up, you can see everybody, and take pictures. It's not. Uh, it's really not a big place at all. So um, you'll like it when you get in there. It'll, it's big enough for us. It's big. It's but it's still it still feels like a nice small commencement, mm-hmm. and 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 you know we fill the place up, but it's, you can still you can still look across the arena and be able to pick out people and, and see who's sitting where and wave and 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 and, do ac- and and actually now that I think about it, the Webster Arena is more intimate because when we were on our West Side football field, the students were sitting for the most part, way, in, way in front of family mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. There were people who sat on the sides, but not as many. No. And I'm sure you've all been to a concert at an arena. You know what that's like. And and so people are surrounding you. So it has that comfort of the fact mm-hmm. that you're sort of enveloped by all these people who are just so excited to be there and so happy to be there. And uh, and when you go into it, you'll notice uh, uh, up above, if you haven't been to, to that particular arena before, there's a big, huge jumbotron up above. And uh, we, there's cameras everywhere, and they're recording everything, and they, they'll put you up on the jumbotron. And, and uh, your family's going to, when you walk across the stage, you're going to be up on that big, huge jumbotron, and they'll be able to look like they're, they're, you know, they're close enough to the stage where they're sitting with, at the same time, they'll be able to look up and, and see you up on the big, huge screen. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, and then, uh, so uh, you go in, you sit down, and uh, there's just a whole, you know, then the commencement uh, ceremony gets rip roaring and starts going. Um, should we, uh, who's speaking this year? Or, or what is the, what is going on with uh, the speakers as we know it here in uh, in week number two in March? Well, as with most ceremonies there are speakers the president gives a welcome and then introduces several individuals uh the there's a representative from the board of regents from the state and this year we're giving an honorary degree a presidential medal 
and I believe a Distinguished Alumni Medal. Now, those in three individuals are going to be presented with something, but they are not going to be the keynote speaker. Okay. Dr. Clark was um, pretty adamant about the fact that he wanted students to speak. Okay. And I don't know that process. I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, but I know that in student affairs, they're working on how a student is going to be selected or students, one graduate student and one undergraduate student, in order to bring remarks from those classes. And uh, so there won't be some onerous 20-minute address about, you know, being happy or uh, what you need to do in life or, you know. Make sure you wear suntan lotion. Exactly right. Um, And then uh, I believe what we, most of us feel is the main event is is, uh, the students uh, commencing, going across the stage and... um, we, we try and get that going as uh, as quickly as possible. We try to get that going within 15 to 20 minutes of the ceremony. And although that may seem like a long time, that's really short. That's really short. Because the bulk of the ceremony is calling the student names. That's right. why you need your reader card mm-hmm. so that they can call your name. Um, and we go up on stage by alphabetical by school. So the first school to go up is the Ansel School of Business. Mm-hmm. And then it's the Macrocostis School of Arts and Sciences, then the School of Professional Studies, and then the School of Visual and Performing Arts. And that's Arts. inside of the two degrees, that, or the, not, well, the many degrees, the two, the, under, the graduate. The graduate, and, and, and then and the under, undergraduate. undergraduate will, right. so, so let's take the first school, the Ansel School of Business. The first group of students they will call to the stage are those graduates, those right. MBAs and MSJLAs and MSH uh, Health Administration. MHAs. Um, so they'll go up first, and then we'll do the undergraduates. Okay. Um, I mean, exciting this year. This is the first year we're going to have two uh, uh, doctoral that's right. degrees, too. That's right. And they're both in the School of Professional Studies. For okay. the first time, we will have the EDD uh, candidates who are in instructional leadership, which is from the education department, and then EDDs in nursing. And uh, this is the very first year we will have the nursing EDD candidates participate in the ceremony. So it's very exciting. Landmark event. Landmark event. Um, And uh, so then uh, each uh, school is called up and the students, uh, the marshals will kind of get everybody moving, Mm -hmm. get towards the line. Yep. Uh, Before you leave your seat, once again, make sure you have your card. You have your card. Make sure you have your card. Stick to your ticket. That's what I tell the students. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very important your, stick to your ticket stick to your ticket so uh then they walk up on the stage uh when they get closer to the stage someone's going to tell them uh direct them to go to uh dean kramer or to to melissa correct mm-hmm. yes that would be dr simon okay so dr simon. simon is going to direct you to go to uh dean kramer or to, to melissa and it's basically it's not it's not by preference it's just by you know, the numbers one, one goes number, here, two one goes, goes there, there three goes there, and it's four goes basically there. it's just to keep the lines moving a little quicker mm-hmm. and uh, take a little bit of the stress off of the readers trying to get everybody's name right. Yeah, they only have to do half as many names as they used to have to do. 
Um, and then it's just to basically get everybody moving quickly across stage. And actually, it's nice that the voices go back and forth. It kind of kind of breaks up. Well, the, it does break it up. Breaks it up a little bit. And then you you cross the stage mm-hmm. and you shake ver- your dean's hand and the president's hand, and then you walk over to a table and they hand you a diploma cover. And it's nice. It's a big stage. It's it's, it's a, a very there's a big lot stage. of room on the stage. Lots of hands to shake. It's nice. So it's not a two second walk across the across the stage. You're mm-hmm. you're there for. You get you got a few moments up there, right? And uh, you get handed a diploma cover. Um, grades are due on the Friday, which is the twenty uh, the twentieth okay. Friday, the twentieth of May. So there is not enough time to tabula- tabulate all of those grades and right. to get the final grades out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so um, your diploma is not right-handed to you. And you walk off the stage, and there's a spot where you have um, photo opportunity. We have a company who takes a photograph of you as you shake the president's hand, and then a photograph as you walk off the stage. And then you go back to your seat. We ask that students stay for the ceremony because it's only polite that you stay and watch as your colleagues graduate from school Mm -hmm. and have their moment to have applause and cheering and and all the rest of it so we ask students and i have to say the students have been very good about that about staying for the ceremony so that they can applaud the other students who are in other schools and cheer them when Mm -hmm. they get their degrees um or are honored and and their names are called and then the diploma after the registrar's office and the graduate office has gone through and made sure that you have completed everything you needed to complete for your degree, they will mail your diploma. And it usually comes about six weeks after the ceremony. And uh, so by August, you should have your actual diploma in your hand. Now, the Monday morning, you could go in and get uh, an official transcript. Okay. That's uh, that's always available to you. But if you want that real diploma to be framed in a diploma frame, which the Alumni Relations Office is very happy to sell you, um, these lovely diploma frames. I'm sure it's found somewhere on their website. <clears throat> yes, it is. Or somewhere um, on the commencement website. Uh, and so th- then you get your diploma in the mail, usually by August. Fantastic. Unless you're one of those students who had two more classes to fulfill and you're not going to be completed, then it's usually six weeks after your final grades are in. As we're sitting here talking, I, it occurred to me uh, that I forgot to mention something before, and it's ironic because it's, uh, it's the one thing I've been doing at commencement for the past, uh, uh, here at, uh, at Westcon for the past 15 years and before at other commencements, long before that. Uh, uh, commencement will be available online. This is going to be streamed this year live. It was last year mm-hmm. um, on uh, wcsu.edu uh, live. And uh, so, if the if there's a, a a grandma or family member or somebody that's not uh, able to make it to Bridgeport, um, they can watch the whole thing live uh, online. We stream the whole thing. Uh, it comes up beautiful. All those cameras that they're using for the uh, for the jumbotron or what they use to um, to stream it. Um, and I, it's it's ironic that I forgot to mention that before. That's your job. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> That's why you're there, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, we'll think about that back in tickets. So, you know, if if for some reason someone can't make it to to commencement that day, they can watch it online, and it's like they're there. It's fantastic. Um, one question that comes up sometimes are the students who are graduating with honors, like summa cum laude, mm-hmm. magna cum laude. 
they receive a letter from the registrar's office telling them that they're eligible for that, and they pick up their um, honors cords for summa magna and cum laude at the registrar's office. Okay, so that is that that's before that's before uh, grad, grad salute. salute and everything. That's before okay. grad salute. Now there are many organizations and um, academic fraternities and sororities. The nursing has Sigma Theta Tau, mm-hmm. for example, and they have cords as well. The education uh, department has cords for their honor students as well, but they're given out within the departments. It's not something that the registrar gives out. So sometimes on commencement day, you'll see someone who has like six sets of mm-hmm. cords around their neck, as well as their stole of gratitude. I was just going to bring up the stole of gratitude. The stole of gratitude is... Uh, something that the alumni office started a number of years ago along with the caps and gowns. And the stole of gratitude is a white stole that you wear around your shoulders. And its purpose is for you to write memories on, because it's white, you can do that, or decorate it in any way. And then you can present it to someone who has helped you, mentored you, been there for you throughout your college career. And many times students will give them to their grandmother or a professor that helped them particularly, or a staff member here at the university, academic advisement, or um, a secretary in a department. Many students have given them to many different people. Mostly they give it to a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's your way of showing your gratitude for their help while you were at university. And you can buy those with your academic regalia. I think they're $15, and they're white, so you can write on them and decorate them. And it's the order form, I'm uh, once again, available on the, uh, on the commencement website. You can website. get it on the commencement website. There's mm-hmm. links right there for ordering. It's part of the academic regalia. But if, if you didn't order with your academic regalia, you can go to the alumni office, which is on the third floor of Old Main, and purchase one separately if you decide after the fact or even if you're not participating and you're not buying academic regalia and you do want to give a stole of gratitude you can still go to the alumni office and purchase one okay now uh so uh ceremony uh we hope to clock in uh two hours and 15 minutes i like to keep it under two hours two hours and last year hoping we want two hours Last year, the ceremony was an hour and 40 minutes. Nice. And that, that to me, is boom. That that's is, beautiful. That's a feature-length movie. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so a, that's we a try short to, side of a feature-length uh, well, movie. I try to keep, we try to keep it moving because no one likes... To, I went to a commencement ceremony once. It was over three hours long. That is a long time. And that was way too long. And that was way before I ever managed a commencement ceremony. And I thought, whoa... And then when I got the job here, I, my goal has always been to keep it under two. All right. So speaking of way too long, I'm wondering if we've gone on way too long in this podcast. I don't know. Is there anything that we, uh, you think we forgot? We, I think we, we pretty much hit I everything. I think we pretty much covered everything. All right. Well, cool. Uh, that is, uh, I believe, the end of uh, our first uh, WCSU 411 podcast here in the bowels of Whitehall. Um, we hope uh, we, if you have any questions, if they have any questions we didn't, uh, we didn't pe- catch here, uh, definitely check uh, the commencement webpage at wcsu.edu. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to ask any staff member or faculty member or anything like, you know, uh, everybody here at the university should hopefully point you to the, to the right place if you have a question about something. And if you have any questions, ask them. 
we want everybody to show up at commencement. If you if you're if you're not sure, you're humming and hawing about whether you should go or not. I don't know if I want to walk across. It's a fantastic thing. You'll regret if you don't do it. Make sure you show up. It's a it's two hours. We keep everything moving. It's fun. It's a celebration of you. It's all about you, and that's a good thing. That's a very good thing, Scott. I want to thank you for having me on so that I can give this information. Uh, out to the students in plenty of time for them to be locked in and ready to go. We we hope that everybody listens to this and uh, we we take away some of their fears of that day because it's it's a good time. Helen, it's a pleasure as usual. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Helen and I always have a good time when we're hanging out in, in this studio doing whatever we've been whatever tasked with that doing. day. And uh, uh, this will be available on iTunes, hopefully, and uh, our little SoundCloud page that we have. And uh, Keep checking back in. We're going to do, uh, we're hoping, hopefully we're going to do a lot more of these and uh, bring some faculty members in, and some students, and uh, talk about what goes on here at, uh, at Western Connecticut State University. Peace.